0: Love Talk Radio I want a man with a Everyone, and thank you so much for joining me once again for the Your Pleasure show on Authentic You Radio. I am absolutely delighted to be here, and I am honored that you have joined me once again. Every week, I do my very, very best to find quality guests who will give you information, real food for thought so that no matter where you are in your life's journey, there's going to be something to think about, something to consider, maybe even some pleasure to incorporate into your life. Tonight's guest is a very old, dear friend of mine, Harthula Nebling. I've actually known Harthula since high school. And our topic today is going to be on biohormone replacement therapy. So why would anybody consider doing something like that? Why would anyone consider uh, any kind of hormones in their body other than what they naturally produce? Well, whether you've been through menopause naturally or early in your life, or it's been brought on by a gynecological surgery, sometimes increasing sexual desire can only happen through hormone replacement. But even then, it is a difficult decision because, so many people hear about the contraindications. Often hormones interrupt other processes within the body. You hear about all these newest treatments and how they've worked, but for tonight's guest, she is going to speak from her own personal experience. So I'm hoping that as our listening audience is out there, if you would like, To weigh in on this question, please do not hesitate to call in to the toll-free number, 1-877-296-0345, and uh, ask our producer, tell her what you want to do, ask a question, or just weigh in. Or if you'd like, if you scroll down to the bottom of my page, there is also a place where you can actually type your question in. So if you want to stay anonymous and yet weigh in on the question, we would love to hear from you. So if you're listening online and you have access, uh, definitely be part of the conversation. Sexual desire is one of the best things about being a human being. We are not just ruled by our age we are We are um, creative human beings who find that sexual passion is really part of our sense of well being Nobody wants to feel as if they 're not desirable or that also that They are having a hard time feeling desire. They feel like less of a person, not that they should, but a lot of people are very closely attached to those youthful feelings of love and desire and passion. So what happens when a woman, for whatever reason, usually a medical condition or um, uh, menopause, interrupts that natural flow? So for those questions, we are going to talk today to my wonderful and lovely guest, Harthula Nevling. Harthula, are you there?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Oh, welcome, welcome. And happy birthday, Harthula.
1: Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Many, many wonderful returns of the day. Thank you for agreeing to come on my show with me. I always like to talk about pleasure in every different aspect, from every different angle. And uh, this is not something that I've had, you know, experience with, but I know there are thousands and thousands of women out there whose sexual desire has been lessened because of menopause or because of some kind of gynecological procedure. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story, and, uh, and then we'll go from there.
1: Okay, um, my story begins in two thousand um I was having all sorts of issues when it was um you know m- m- menstruating and I finally went to a doctor and we did all these tests and ultrasounds and so forth, and was found that I had fibroid tumors, which is pretty common, I understand now um well, when the surgery was done, it was found that I had sixty tumors of varying sizes sizes and um so they had to be removed. Wow. But during that whole process, um, I ended up having to go back and have a, a complete hysterectomy which means they take out slope and tubes, everything. Oh my well, goodness. Then yeah. Then I was left with um no hormones and having to go on um artificial hormones which I was reluctant to do it, but I did anyway, and it was okay. But the more I thought about it, it just didn't feel right. So I stopped. I went to uh, found a gynecologist. He then took me off of the oral and put me on and, uh, a ring that inserts. Okay, I did that for a few months, and I was like, I just don't feel right about this stuff. And I stopped, and I start, you know, started having massive sweats, couldn't sleep. My poor husband was freezing because I would have the air conditioner on, the windows open, the fan going, and everything just to stay cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to put a temper um, on
0: a relationship. <laughs> Lord. You know. Okay. Now, um, wait a minute. When you was, were doing the original, you weren't doing the bioidentical hormone replacement. You were doing no. something more um, uh, chemically made, uh, like an, a man-made yes, yes, hormone? Yes, yes.
1: Okay. All right. Um, and you, when you say this-
0: you didn't feel right about it, was it just um, more of intuitive feeling inside of you that there was a foreign body there or a foreign element, or did it actually give you physical, um, uh, physical feelings, physical reactions to the, the hormones themselves?
1: No, it was more of an intuitive thing. And also with my background having been raised with um, folk medicine, Right, using okay. natural, you know, plants and so forth. And so I kept thinking there has to be a natural way to do this, something that's more for the body, so the body is, is comfortable with it. Yes. And I ran across a book by um uh Suzanne Summers. I heard her right. on television talking about it. So I let me start researching this. And I did, and the more I heard about what she did, which was called bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, I said that makes sense because it's made from plants, and the body is used to plants as opposed to having something that is made in the lab that really is farming to the body. Yes, And what absolutely. is that going to do to my body, you know? And um, so I went about researching who I could go to and who I could see because let me back up a little bit. My sex life was like zero. Oh, and my husband and I, from when we first met, we had a great sex life. I mean, there are no complaints I have whatsoever about this man. Oh, that's and nice. so I was feeling bad that, you know, we were not the way we were anymore, and it was me, and then I was mean. Oh, my God. No hormones is a terrible thing because everything and everybody got on my nerves. Um <laughs> And, I mean,
0: it was to the
1: instant It's not degree. funny, but I can
0: imagine, you know. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. And yeah, even happen. even my poor son, who I rarely raise my voice. I mean, he's in his 30s, but, you know, I've always had a really excellent relationship. He just stopped the car one day. and He says, Mom, what is wrong with you? You need to get some help. Right. And I was like, it stunned me. I was like, oh, my goodness, he's right. I'm not
0: myself. Right, and and I've always known you to be a very even-tempered, actually a very sweet person, and not saccharine sweet, just a genuinely kind, even-tempered, level-headed, wonderful sweetheart. So I can imagine uh, how people who know you, really know you, were shocked by the difference in um, in temperament. Oh, please! They didn't want to be around me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was bad, you know, because I like having big family gatherings we would have. And, and oh, my, everybody, I was just like, oh, God, when are they going home? I, I just want them to get away from me. But, okay, so I said, started doing my research. And I came across two places um, that do this tor- sort of um, therapy. And one place, which I asked them if it was okay if I mentioned, they said, yes, is High Crest uh, Medical in Fairfield. Okay. And so I called.
0: I made Churchill an appointment. New you have to mention that because people listen to this from all over the world. New Jersey, right? Yes, in New Jersey, Highcrest okay. Medical in New Jersey.
1: And um, so I went and I, I talked with the doctor and they, you know, explained what was going to be done. They, you know, take blood tests and they do this extensive blood workup on you. And um, then uh, you come back, and then that's when they've decided on what levels to give you, but it's still not precise. They have to keep working. You know, you have to take blood tests like every three weeks until they get it perfect for your body. Right, right. That's a good thing. I love because when I was taking the other stuff, it's like one size fits all and one size does not fit all.
0: Absolutely. Okay, okay. And
1: it was like maybe a month, two months, and, you know, I wasn't having the massive sweats. I was, you know, my, my... Anxiety went down. I was calmer. I was sleeping better. I was just being, I was just getting better, back to my old self again. And finally, one day, all of a sudden, it's like, bam, it hit me. And I told my husband, put the dogs away. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had like this look of surprise on his face because he was like, honey, um, He would say, honey, do you think we can um, fool around? I was like, no, are you crazy? Leave me alone. Right. And, um, you know, and I felt so bad about that with him because my husband's really a sweet man. He really and truly is. I can really honestly say it. I got the pick of the litter.
0: Oh, nice, nice. And
1: (laughs) so, you know, oh, my God, the poor man was so tired afterwards. I mean, (laughs) you know, that (laughs) that was like months of built-up tension finally Uh. getting released. And I said, oh, my gosh, i got to call Ellen. I have to tell her about this. You know, she's got to talk about this on her program. This thing
0: really and truly works. Nice. And nice. I you didn't was have thinking about. Kind of, you didn't have any kind of contraindications. I mean, heart palpitations or no. the sweats or, um, you know, it doesn't interfere with anything else. It doesn't raise your blood pressure or any of that kind of stuff. It's just a very. Um, natural way to help with bring about more hormones in your body? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Now okay. they okay.
1: also when this is done it everything your medical history is all taken into account because I'm also uh have type two diabetes. Right. And I also because of um I had to have half of my thyroid removed. So I was just a mess. And this my hair was starting to fall out Since I've been on this hormone therapy, my hair has grown back. Um, Everybody's like, wow, you look great. What did you do with your skin? I haven't done anything to my skin. My niece thought I had a makeup one day, and I had to actually wet my face and towel and say, look, there's no makeup on my face. What are you talking about? And uh, I lost weight, you know, because I was never a fat person. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, but I had gained so much weight between right. the hormone therapy and the diabetes medicine that I was on, I had really put on a lot of weight. I've lost weight and I, I just feel better. Right. I just really feel better. And I um and all the medications are compounded in a pharmacy, a compounding pharmacy. And um speaking of that, um I go to Miller's pharmacy in Wyckoff, New Jersey, and they're beautiful, sweet people. And um the thing is that when I spoke with the doctor about it, he says, well, what happens with the, with the other hormone therapy is that your body doesn't know to do what to do with that extra stuff that's left behind. Right. So with the natural hormone replacement therapies, your body just gets rid of what it doesn't need, but there's really nothing left behind that's really foreign to the body. Yes.
0: Okay. And that
1: makes a, a, greater, a greater difference, but... This is not only just for women, this is for men as well because where I go, men go there, women go there. Um and it's just a beautiful thing. It really I am so happy with this. Now when I you really say men happy. Go there,
0: um go is there a particular like a median age, would you say maybe fifty five to sixty five or younger or older or I think younger,
1: um I think some of the guys that I've seen there, they might be in their late uh like twenty five 29 going on 30 and stuff. Yeah, because from what I understand is uh, men after the age of 25, I think it's 25, don't quote me on this, really look for yourself, um, start losing testosterone. Their testosterone levels drop. I know for sure in their 30s it does. And they should go and have themselves tested to see where they are and go on the bioidentical hormone therapy. You know, it's good.
0: Right. Well, one of the things that I know that actually affects uh sperm count and uh hormones in men is eating soy and soy products. So soy milk, mm-hmm. uh tofu, which is made out of soybeans, anything that has to do with uh soy is actually going to produce more estrogen. And so it's producing mm. the female hormone in him and actually helping to decrease his libido. I really mm. believe that um that I mean okay in a in a serious uh, extreme situation uh, a guy could go and get the hormone therapy but I think that nutrition uh being the best kind of medicine for the body if it is complete nutrition is really yes. the better way to go. I mean that would just be my suggestion i mean yes. i think it's it's easier to go and say come on doc fix me but i think it's it's better to look at the choices that you make are you eating a lot of processed foods are you mm-hmm. uh, drinking a lot of alcohol are you smoking a lot of pot or a lot of cigarettes all of these things absolutely contribute to low sperm count and lowered libido. And a lot of guys, they don't want to hear that. They just want to keep living their lives with their head in the sand and think none of this stuff is going to affect me at all. Every single choice you make affects some part of your body, whether you you exercise or don't exercise, whether you meditate or don't meditate, whether you eat properly or not every single choice you make so you can either uh contribute to your health and the foundation of your body by making the healthiest choices and just recently i came upon the most fabulous plant moringa which is yes. all the nutrients a hundred percent nutrients a hundred percent absorbable but i'm going to actually talk about that in another show but mm-hmm. every that anybody would need to balance out your body, clean out your cholesterol and give you that spark once again. So I mean, not that people shouldn't if you if you've gotten to the point where, you know, it's dire consequences and you really want to know that you can have your libido back and have your desire back so that you might go for the bio replacement therapy, hormone replacement therapy, but I would say that uh, unless they have actually a physical problem like you actually had what 60 tumors and you know your thyroid was affected and there were so many other things going on you absolutely needed more than just the um the nourishment but for young Mm -hmm. men 25 years old that's scary to me i have a son that's 24 and if i I thought he needed hormone replacement therapy i would freak out I have another son that's thirty-two. I don't think that he needs any help at all. His fiance is very happy, but um, I think it all has to do with um, good nutrition and really taking care right. of your. Right. True. You know. True. And and
1: another thing too, like for myself, as you said, I physically, I just had to do this. Um, I once the thing that happened to me was once I had the uh, hysterectomy, it's yes. like everything went totally haywire in my body. Right. It's right. like, uh, next thing I know, I'm diabetic, type two. Then yeah. the next thing I know is like, well, your thyroid is like, I'm like, good God, this thing is crazy. So, women with fibroid tumors, I suggest you see a naturalist because they can have plants and so forth that help shrink these. I didn't know that. Had I known that, if I, if I had, had I gone back to my roots because I was raised with, um, uh, herbal medicines and so forth as a child, had I just gone back to that, gone back that way, I really don't think that I would have had to have had the hysterectomy. Right, right. Um, but right. because of my ignorance, not doing that, um, you know, I ended up having to do this. But thank God I had my son, you know, well well before that. Um, but if you have to do it because of cancer or whatever, which was another thing, one of the tumors was cancerous,
0: Right, um, right. It had
1: stopped developing. Thank God for that. It had stopped developing. But for things like this, when you have no other choice, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is, is really the way to go. And right. you really do work with a doctor. You want to get somebody that's reputable. You don't want to just get some fly-by-night place. And this place called Highcrest, I have been on and off, on and off, on and off with them for a couple of years, you know, like, well, should I go, shouldn't I go, whatever. And it's, Not cheap, but it's not that expensive, but then in the
0: end, it's worth the money to be sane again. Right, right. The quality of your life is what you're actually trying to achieve. You're trying to get back quality in your life, quality in your intimate relationship, and also an appreciation for your body once again. I mean, I think that when the body starts to fail, certain aspects of it start to fail. Maybe your feet start to hurt or you get a touch of arthritis, or, you know, whenever some kind of thing happens to our body, it's very easy to be down on yourself, and then start to fill your mind with all kinds of negative thoughts, oh, I'm getting old, I'm getting this, I'm, you know, I'm not as good as they. oh, you ought to expect that, and as as you keep talking and saying all these things to yourself, more and more and more stuff goes wrong, because if you think it, you're actually helping to make it happen. People don't realize how powerful their minds are in creating their reality. So if you are determined and say, you know what, this is not going to identify me. This is not what I'm about. I know who I am, and what I am is I'm a survivor, and I am going to do whatever I have to do to fix this, to make this right and to be the person that I know I am. I'm a loving, sensual, sexy individual, and I want that in my life. And since I have a partner who appreciates that, I want to be the compliment to him or her, I mean, depending on who the, whatever the sex is so mm-hmm. it's nice to know it really is nice to know that uh that there is this uh more natural bio identical hormone replacement therapy out there as opposed to the synthetic version and um and it, it's also very very reassuring because I know a lot of women in their fifties and um and then sixties but especially in their fifties who complain about being painful and uh, yeah. it's painful because their vaginal walls are very very thin and they're not yes. producing enough lubrication and yes. all of that all of that is determined by your hormones and also yes. your body's fitness so if That's you right. want if you really want to take good care of yourself the one thing i would emphasize is make sure you're doing your kegels every single day Some people kind of Mm -hmm. poo-poo that, but you know what? When you do your kegels every single day, you are reminding your vagina that it is important to you. I am paying Mm -hmm. attention. This is something that I want to maintain. And when you take care of it, it will last a whole lot longer. And and then also, um, you know, eating right, getting enough rest, all of those are very, very important. But people just don't – they only start paying attention – to the vagina when they start having problems with the vagina. And I say, prevention is the best medicine. So do your kegels, Take care of your body, get lots of good nutrients inside your body, and help it to maintain a level of health from beginning to end. Don't let it necessarily fall into disrepair. But, of course, it's nice to know that if something does happen that's out of your control because there's so much crap in the foods we eat, in the water oh my we gosh. drink. You know. So you really have to have one hell of an immune system to be able to um, – to fight off, for your immune system to fight off Mm -hmm. all of these invaders, you know, down to a cellular level. And, um, you know, nutrients, good nutrients are something that are very, very important, but also that mind-body connection, loving yourself, knowing that you're important, uh, taking care of yourself because you are worth it. You know what I find? That so many people, women especially, Always put themselves on the back burner, everything yeah. else is more important than they are. The housework yeah. is more important, their kids are more important, their husband's more important, their job everything else takes precedent over their maintenance, their health maintenance, and their mm-hmm. concerns and and mm-hmm. quite honestly um, if if anybody really knows me, they kind of, they probably think I border on a little selfish because. My attitude has always been, i got to take care of me first. If I'm mm-hmm. happy, then the rest of you are going to be happy. And if I'm not happy because I'm not taking care of me, I'm going to make all your lives miserable. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't get in the way of my maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true.
1: It's really true.
0: Because yeah, I when, really, you I,
1: look, when I look back over, when I was in my t- teens, 18, 19, and all that, and 20s, right. and going away to college and living my life, you know, I took care of me. I wouldn't have had facials. I wouldn't have uh, spent a day at a, a day spa. I couldn't really afford it, but I'd save up for it so at least twice a year I could go and have the full thing done, you know. And then along comes my son, and it's like, well, i got to take care of him. Right, right. But and everything mother...
0: else is more important than you. But you know what? God put you on the planet, too. And even mm-hmm. though you want to take care of someone else, you have to take care of you first. Like You know Mm -hmm. like on the airplane, if the plane is going to dip down and that that, um, air uh, mask is going to come down, what do they say? They say, before you take care of anybody else, put the mask on yourself and then take care of somebody else. Well, that should be a lesson in life. Take care of Mm -hmm. yourself first, fortify yourself, um, improve your immune system, love yourself from the inside out. And I got to tell you, Harthula, I really think that meditation is another thing that we really need to do to take care of ourselves because our minds are constantly racing and they can race with thoughts of fear, with thoughts of tension, worry, aggravation, and we need to learn to slow them down because people do not realize that when your mind is full of fear, all of those, that is what you're telling your body. You're feeding your body all of these fears through your mind. So it's really, right. really important to get a grip and to realize that your mind is not in charge. It's just a tool to help you figure things out. And then when you can slow it down, make it shut up, because you don't need it all the time, and then just kind yeah. of be with that essence, be with that light that you are, because we're all light. You know, we're all mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we get in touch with that, that actually can be a very healing process as well. I really, really yes, think so. That's well we true. only have two minutes, we only have two minutes left. So I want to thank you, Horstula, so much. Uh you know, it was such a candid conversation. You you gave us a lot of information, a lot of direction and things to think about. And I think that anyone that's listening to this, any woman especially that needs a little bit of help uh, getting her freak on and wanting to be a little bit more um, sexy and a little bit more interested in the sexual relationship, there's always hope. And yes, I think, there is. Yeah, and I think that you've made that very, very clear, and I'm, I'm so excited about that. So thank oh, you so much for joining me. You're so welcome. And I look forward to us getting together for
1: lunch again, you, I, uh, uh, and Luann, you know? Okay. okay, very, very good.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, we'll have to get really together at the end of March, because that will be Luann's birthday. We'll go celebrate oh, with her. great, her yes. Party. Okay. Yes, that's great. Okay. And thank right. you Thank you so, so much. much for having me. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All righty. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, now, everyone else out there, I want you to know that next week I have an author joining me. His name is Milt Quibner, and he has written a book, on how high should I jump. And I'm not exactly sure if that's the exact title, but the name of the show is Becoming a Don Juan Lover. So for all those guys out there that would like to know how to become a Renaissance lover and really make a positive impact in your sex life with your lady love, this is going to be the show to tune into. So until then, keep doing your kegels. Keep meditating. Keep taking care of your body. Make sure you get a walk out in the woods every now and again because nature will never do you wrong. And take good care of yourselves. Thanks so much for joining me. Namaste.